Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Join us. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or phone in. The number is 356-9397. Or even uh, text us your questions or comments at... 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Tamara, how are you? I'm doing terrific. I'm loving this fall weather, thanks. Fall you. weather, fall festival. Fall festival today. Yeah. yeah. That's right. The uh, Muhammad FFA is rolling in right now, getting the animals all set up. So the, the deal starts at 9 o'clock this morning. Wow. 9 until 5. And a lot of a lot of the things that you have set up today are free, and a few just cost a, a couple of tickets, um, like the pony rides. You're going to have pony rides today. The pony rides actually start at ten o'clock. But yeah, they'll be going from ten to four. Uh, the petting zoo will be going on from nine to five. Uh, face painting, balloon tying, going on nine to five. Um, the free games are now to six o'clock. The the pumpkin right. bag toss and the ring toss over the witch's hat. They look fun. They, they do. do look fun. We know Marianne's going to be if we... Uh, yeah, where's Marianne? Oh, you she's miss over me, there. I'll be over there playing games. We <laughs> lost her in the straw maze. <laughs> oh, that straw maze is spooky ooky. It's, it's, it's very fun. cool. Yes. It it's, is fun. I like how you've changed it up from the previous years. I mean, every year you have a different maze. Yeah, it's not like we can, you know, remember it from the previous year. <laughs> as it's much just, as you try, as much as you sketch it out, <laughs> I know yeah. it doesn't do you You're any gonna good. You're going to get lost I again. Need my GPS. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, but this year, yeah, you've taken it a step extra, and you have a bunch of Halloween uh, decorations out there. Yeah, as it's well. really cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, pumpkin checkers. Also, a bunch of great photo opportunities available, yeah. and um, the kids can decorate. Little pumpkins if they want to today. Yep. So uh, fun for all ages, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was trying to decide, you know, whether I wanted to remind the kids and grandkids that it was going on this weekend. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, even though I'd love to take a break, no, I don't want them to have a fall festival that I have not taken them to. I want <laughs> once I'm gone, yeah. I want them to think of fall festivals this in this place. Oh, festival. oh, this reminds us, yeah, yeah. Grandma Tippy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. So sure enough, I'll be bringing them in tow a little later. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, were you able to do anything in your gardens this morning? This morning. This morning. Wow. wow. Holy cow. Here girl. Not a lot. Got here at 6.30, so I didn't do anything out there this yeah, okay. morning. Okay. So, no, I did not. Thank yeah. you, Bill, very much. Right. If I could have, though, what would I have done? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good what question. What would you have done? Probably weeded and watered. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You didn't pull your 50 weeds? 50. 50 weeds that's a day. The, that's the requirement here at the store. We pull 50 weeds a day and you should do the same in your garden that's right really <laughs> i sure would have 50 weeds i'm and just then sitting some. here going huh <laughs> 50 huh you didn't know that rule existed no. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's how we keep why it would clean. I, why, why would i stop at 50 well that you that's your required to do 50. okay i can do as many as i want to above 50 above absolutely 50, you can be okay. as industrious as you want to yeah well anyway i'd be probably watering because it is stinking dry out there and if i was going to sow some grass seed and try and get some areas filled in oh yeah boy would i be doing that get oh, the yeah. soil prepared and get that seed down before mm -hmm. i run out of time yep 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 those would be at the top of my list yep wow absolutely top top, top yep yeah 
I think I already need to start doing yard cleanup. I already have some leaves accumulating. I, I have a tree in my front yard that is dropping leaves like crazy. Really? They're just crispy, too. So they're just dry. It's just it's crazy. You know, I know there's not a, an even parallel that we can say if this happened, that's going to happen. But as quickly as the crops have dried out and that the farmers are in harvesting, um, it kind of makes you think that we're going to have a similar event in the in the ornamental area too with leaves dropping and yep um, not even waiting till we have a frost or a freeze or anything like that i think things are just going to start happening i think you're right it's been a really goofy year and i think it's going to continue it's not going to change to be a goofy gardening year yeah goofy is goofy let's just do it oak trees are just prolific i mean they're just dropping bombs like crazy that's what's in my front yard it is just it's like a carpet every day yeah wow so, All yeah. right, but nothing's wrong. Nothing, nothing to get distressed They're about. They're okay. Yeah. okay. Well, if there is, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. All right. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like snow. Oh, I'm sorry, I said that four-letter word. That's right. But yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be there. You uh-huh. can't do anything about it. Just deal with it. So there's nothing wrong with the trees. They're okay. just ready. Right. And whenever you need to go to a happy place, just start scheming and planning for next year. That's exactly right. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to pull my 50 weeds today, or I don't want to do this. Just start. But you know just what? Just chill and think about it, next year. It's also a really good time to plant perennials and trees and shrubs. Absolutely. Our perennials, I'm so excited. Our perennials are 50% off now. 50, 50% off. Wow. 50% off perennials. Nice. So we have a nice selection of hosta. I'm thinking about that because I've had people ask some regular customers, when are they going to be on sale? So they're on sale. Yeah. So Just like, okay, it, good. Yeah, yeah. It's a great time yeah. to, to do trees and shrubs. And we yeah. still have some left, and they're all on sale. So yeah. great. Great time. And remember this week that that we got the uh, Kusa dogwood tree? Yes, that's right. You yeah. did. I got that planted on Wednesday. Yay. Watered Yay. in well. Yep. Watered water, in. Water, water, water. Composted, mulched. He and pays attention to us. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve forced me to buy the rest of the Japanese forest grasses, the all golds. Thank oh. goodness you finally well, got off your keister and did that. Seriously, man. Yeah. Oh, that should be really pretty in your yard. That'll yeah. be really neat. It's mm-hmm. going to yeah. add some, some nice brightness. Absolutely. That's really neat. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Love the texture and the color. Yes. Yep. Good choice. Yeah. So thinking about fall color mm-hmm. in a big way. I just can't wait to see all these things just unfold over the next couple, three weeks. Well, Steve, I was really um, impressed yesterday. You brought in a couple of leaves from one, one of your new maple trees, the Northwind, which mm. is a, a new hybrid, um, Japanese maple. And the colors on it were just awesome. It was kind of a peachy brick. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was it's, really, really That's a good description. Nice. Um, and, you know, we were talking about, before I brought a leaf sample in, to Marianne, what color it was. And I said, well, it's almost like some of the heucheras. That we offer. And that explains it, because there's some gorgeous euchras. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's it's just, uh, it, it, anyway, it's a, like Marianne said, it's a Korean-Japanese maple hybrid, and we'll have them again this next spring. Uh, and it's a zone four versus a zone five. Right. So it has a much better chance of getting through some of the winters and exposed conditions than a Japanese maple would if you live on the edge of town or in the country. Exactly. So you still have to be careful about how much sun it'll take or how much protection it might need a little bit. But in terms of just pure winter hardiness, it's a step above a Japanese maple would be. If you don't have that protected area or that little microclimate. Right. So, yeah. And the color, the fall color was beautiful. 
I did. I don't remember seeing the spring color because a lot of times on Japanese maples, the spring colors are almost as intense, almost as intense as the fall color. Really? Yeah. This this will have a lot of that muted red spring new growth nice. on top of the green. Nice. Uh, and then it'll it'll I'll say regress, but it'll be more of a ho hum light green color in the summer months again as new growth is coming on with some some red and some coloration to it and then, then it becomes this brick peach whatever color that marianne was describing here wow. in the fall and with it, and it still had green veining in it so it was really oh, wow. really interesting really beautiful gives that kind of inner glow look to it so i like that that does sound it's really pretty so yeah thinking about that and all the other trees. And I'm seeing a little bit of color in trees all over town as I drive around. Just yeah. not much, but just that hint. It's like, right. they're ready. So it's going to be any minute. Do you have a lot of people coming in and looking at the trees and saying, I want fall color. What should I choose? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what, do, what you do you tell them, John? I think they should buy the maple trees that we have. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. We've, we've had a selection of... Uh, what you want to call them sunset maples, or uh, is that usually the term? R- red use? sunsets. Red sunsets, yeah. Mm. But there's different varieties within that group um, that that are chosen for their fall color. Just beautiful, striking colors. Yeah. And there is one black gum left back there. Oh. On it. Get on it, fellow, because it won't be there, I'm sure, soon. Okay. Because its leaves are turning red. And I'm not saying brick red or... Um, ho-hum red or subtle red it is fire engine, engine red oh. absolutely the, the leaves that are coming on it now i wish i could see a red but that's well the tulips back behind you but yeah. anyway that's what color the leaves are so those beautiful. are gorgeous yep. trees and yes, then they are. normally throughout the rest of the year green oh yeah green leaves just a nice glossy green glossy leaf. this yeah. is a, a variety Great called shape. red rage so its leaf petioles yeah. are a little bit red which is really kind of an interesting look during the season. Yeah. But they're also s- kind of glossy, oh, the nice. leaves are. So it's really, they're really interesting trees. Really neat. They sound fabulous. So lots of trees out they there. They are. Yeah. Okay, so you suggested a few red-toned trees. What about like the golden bright yellow? Service berry would be yellows to peach, um, oranges, usually. Beautiful. So. And service berries usually fairly easy to take care of. Oh my gosh! Oh, are yeah. they very demanding? Not just, really. No. Just just water like everybody else, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But, but yeah, okay. lots you know, of fall color. If people think I want fall color, but I don't have room for a tree, you know, there's so many shrubs that you can use, and, and even really quite a few perennials. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That, that get a nice difference in the fall fall coloration. So. You're not limited if you want to have some seasonal change to something that's larger in scale. There's, you can tuck something in here and there and, and know that it's going to change color for you and you can enjoy it. and It'll make the, the difference in the seasons very interesting. I'm listening to you and at first I'm like, really? And I'm like, oh, well, I guess my sedum are like that. Some sedums because are. Because they, yeah, yeah the, I don't know what kind I have, but they are green throughout the summer. And now they're starting to turn like a pinkish and soon they'll be like a purple like a really bright fuchsia, almost the flower? pink purple. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. very the flower. Pretty. Very pretty. Right. So, so many of the viburnums have great color on their yeah. foliage as they turn. It, you know the the biggie around here, the burning bush. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. We have burning bushes, and there's some back in the back that are ha- starting to show color. Oh, good. Again, that it's uh, screaming red. 
and, and give me a ticket red. Ready to go on the ground, huh? Yep. <laughs> yep. Boy, that sounds great. It's the most rewarding <laughs> thing ever to see. As long as you've got space for it. Yeah. You know, it's they're just spectacular. It's, you know, I, I was telling you last week that there was a, a, a customer that used it for a, a, a cover for a gas tank. Oh. On, on a rural property? Yes. So they were just kind of trying me. to block so you've the view got, a little yeah, bit. It's just massive red. You know, in the fall. I think wow. that's really, I ju- that just, my my mind, I have that picture perfectly. Yes. I think that'd be really neat. Yes. But we've got a lot of burning bush, so now's the time to get all of them on sale. At 50% off? No, I believe the shrubs are 50% off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, I'm sorry, you are correct. They are. 50%. Wonderful. Yeah. So anything else you got planned for the garden in the next couple of weeks? Anything you're thinking? I am going to try. I'm just seeing the kids starting to roll in. <laughs> just yeah. kind of smiling at them. It's <laughs> fun. I love it. Anyway, um, I'm I'm going to start thinking about <laughs> moving plants. <laughs> no. I put that in the wrong place. Why, why did I? What was I thinking? What were yes. you thinking? Well, that oh one goodness. just doesn't look so happy right there, so, it does so, it. So what are you thinking about moving? I, I have a, a lilac, uh, grafted lilac. I believe it's um, bloomering purple that, um, you know, it's on a, it's the lollipop lilacs, you know. On a standard. Standard. So uh, I I put it in the wrong place. I'm going to have to move it. Um, I have some rose bushes that, yes, what? Why did you put it in the wrong place? Because I wasn't thinking properly about the size. What's wrong about The size. The size. So as it grows, and I, I just wasn't thinking about it being a five foot wide, uh, tree, mm-hmm. on, you know, bush on a standard. Um, it's going to shade one of my evergreens too much. Oh, and Frank, no. I'm sorry, but Frankie Boy deserves full sun. And you don't want to move Frankie. <laughs> I'm not moving Frankie Boy. Okay. It's uh, you know, what it's is Frankie special. Boy? It's a, it's a, uh, an evergreen that has long needles. It's just, oh, it's really cool. It looks really hairy. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's really cool. But it's, it's been in my garden. Oh, gosh, it must have started about a foot tall plant and it's probably about five foot tall now but it's taken a long time to get there some of them are slow growing some of them aren't huh. um it's just been fun and watching it mature is like this is so cool so is it shading it so much or is it just physically competing with the, your attention right in front of it i was just not thinking so yeah you have to move it and you know what I think it's I'm probably john's do? fault it well, was probably <laughs> it was but you know um I think I'm going to put it in a container. Nice. Ooh. And move it where I want the fragrance. Oh. How Just that? attach it to your Velcro belt and walk around and have it tell you, on, huh? Put it on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you better have some big move wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be, that'll think, be nice in a container. I think I'm going to do that. And it, winter hardiness-wise, it should do well. It should because I, th- I believe there's zone four, aren't they? I I'm pl- pretty, I'm sure, pretty yeah. sure. So, you, yeah, when you're thinking about keeping um, plants in a pot over the winter around here, but anywhere, you need to think something, um, a zone more hardy. So we're zone five. You should, it should say that it's hardy to zone four. Are you getting some sporadic blooms this yes, fall? Yes, I am. How about the summer? Did you get a couple here and there or not um, much in the summer? It started because this was its first year. Okay. I, I didn't expect too much out of it. But, yeah, I got one, maybe one this week and a couple weeks later another one. But there's there's some on it now, several. And the hummingbirds like it. 
which really tickles me oh, a lot. But, sure. Uh, I just didn't expect that because it's a, well, I don't know what This is a, a repeat blooming lilac that uh, Proven Winter came out with uh, five years ago, maybe. seven years ago, Probably maybe. About, yeah. Something like that. And they developed it, and they have a couple other colors that they've added to the selection in the meantime. But most of them are a shrub form that gets, you know, that four-foot-ish range by five-foot wide. And Marianne bought one that's on a standard. It's grafted higher up off the ground, so the standard is about three feet three tall. Three feet-ish, yeah. So it looks like a small tree or a lollipop, lollipop. like she was talking about. Oh, okay. So I could see how this could be a nice... Uh, and, and, and when you when you first hear about it, you think, oh, I'm going to have flowers all summer. Or I'm gonna, it's yeah. not really that, but it, you get a, an incredible flush of flowers in the spring. Mm. Very fragrant, Perfuse, yeah. beautiful, beautiful plant. But then mainly in the fall, you'll get some sporadic flowering. Not at the level as you would in the spring. No. But it's a treat. But some, yes, which is really nice. And, again, in the fall, is, or beginning in August, September, even into October, that's when I have hummingbirds in my yard. They don't usually stop in my yard in spring, but they do in the fall. So that they like it really tickles me So that I have it there for them. Yes, even in the fall when there aren't blooms, they like it. Yeah, well, because there are are blooms. Because there are blooms. I see. Because it does re-bloom. I mean, like Steve said, there's not a lot, but there are some. So that's kind of neat. That's pretty rewarding to get that extra, extra flush. What are you thinking about doing in your yard? Well, I kind of did the opposite of what you did. You planted, you planted that. So the spring, I did one of my big containers with the. I had the waterfall Japanese maple. Oh. Uh, I did the. I heard they're nice. Forest grass. Jealous. And I did some ha- a hosta, and, and then I put some annuals in nice. it. Well, I did that because I knew I wanted to plant the maple back in my area that was under construction where I was uh-huh. doing my deck. Did you do a waterfall or a reusing? I did waterfall. Okay. So. So it's in a container, so I could probably get it. It's my hands on it. Oh, well, guess what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) It got planted. planted. (laughs) It got planted. Oh, okay. So that way, you know, I knew I could enjoy it that way. And then it was kind of like a holding area, but I got to enjoy it all season. You know, that's a great thing to do. Even if you just see something that you really, really like and you think, there's got to be a place in my yard for that. Put it in a container. Yeah. And, and and look at it at the plant, and then keep uh, walking through your yard, thinking there, no, maybe there. I think that's not a nice thing to do. You've got all season to do it, because yeah. fall is a great time to plant uh, trees and shrubs. So you're right on it. Yeah. Speaking of trees and shrubs, I believe we have a, a huge tree walking by us right now. Look at that. That's beautiful. Oh, that's wow. darling. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. That's cool. That evergreen thundercloud. Beautiful. And what else? What else? Is oh. that all you've done? <laughs> Give me a break. Three five six nine three nine seven. Let me throw the uh, the phone number out real quick. But I, I do want to know what has been like more of what of what the the big common questions asked this past week. What are people concerned about in their yards? Mostly grass, yep. grass, grass, lawn grass. Yeah. How to do it? How to plant? So let's tell everybody how to plant it. How to to get rid of that weed, how to do this. Right. Yep. So as far as weeds, if you were saying, oh, I've got, uh, I want to sow some grass, but I've got a bunch of weeds out there. Given the fact that it's late September already, what are you going to do? I mean, it'd be hard to get a broadleaf weed control in and sow grass. You're going to run out of time. Yep. 
So you kind of got to say, I'm going to go one or the other. One or the other. And then whatever I don't do, I'll address the other one in the spring. Yep. Pretty much. I I just gave this advice to some people who had just moved into this house and, and the lawn had not been taken care of. They have a lot of violets in their grass. And I said, well, it's green. So, you know, yeah, you can live with that. Get your grass strong. So if you're going to fertilize your lawn, if you can you can only do it once a year, now's the time to do it. Um, so they're going to do the step four, get your grass really strong, maybe even do some core aeration and overseeding. So mm. you maybe don't need to do that because your grass looks kind of okay, but get your grass strong. So fertilize now. And do, if you think you want to deal with the violets in the spring, do that in the spring. Yeah, I think every lawn's a little bit different situation. They are, and, they you know, are. in that particular case, it was a, a good basis, and you're just trying to build it up. Yeah. If somebody's got a lot of bare spots, or if they've just taken over the crabgrass and there's no good grass in there, hardly at all, yeah, and, and they're going to see all those bare spots coming up here after we have a, a hard freeze or two, uh, you could consider slit seeding or yeah. overseeding. But yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of slit seeding. What is slit seeding? It's a machine that you would rent, like you could get it at Rental City, and you put the grass seed in the hopper and it and it's like an overgrown walk behind lawnmower and, okay. and you just it's self-propelled and it has tines and it just sows the seed just underneath the surface of the of oh, the soil great and so the seeds fully in contact with the soil which is huge that's what you want and then just keep it well watered and you can either sow one direction or you can do the crisscross and sow back the other direction so you don't like have little corn rows uh, going in the lawn kind of thing but either way, it's a it's just helps ensure your even germination and success so much better. And I think you have a tendency maybe not to put the lawn the seed on unnecessarily heavy. Yeah. If you do it that way, most of us think, well, I'll put a little bit, ah, I'll put a little bit more out there, and all of a sudden you can just get so much out there. It's just you're just wasting it. It's just um, bird feed, huh. and it's competing against itself so much. There's just not enough too many seeds per per inch, if you will. Right. So anyway, slit seeding is a great way to do it. And if you don't want to do that, then you can uh, loosen up the soil and set it on top and then rake it in. But And actually, I think the slit seeding's maybe less work because you're not necessarily loosening yeah. up the soil as much. You're just letting the machine do the work to get the seed down yeah. in contact mm-hmm. through the soil. Uh, and that's also why I'm a big fan of core aeration, especially if it's an older lawn. But overseeding at the time of core aeration is basically the same principle because it gets the seeds down into the, the uh, soil. Mm-hmm. And any of these things would be done better if you had some moisture in the lawn. So if I was going to plan yeah. to do one or the other, I'd probably be running the sprinkler a few days ahead of time. Yeah. And then uh, and then let it dry out just for a couple of days, and then yeah. I'd get the get the job done after that. Okay. But it'd be it'd be hard to core aerate right now because it is so darn so dry. So dry. It's yeah. very dry. Yeah. And then so and attacking weeds. Now, I know a couple of weeks ago we were talking about cat crabgrass, I think you said, was an annual. Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody is battling crabgrass, they can just they could just wait for it to die off. Yeah, it's going to die one way or the other here soon. So whether you use a chemical spray to kill it, and at this late in the season, I really don't see an advantage to that. Because, again, by the time you were to spray and then you think, well, now I can sow grass seed in this spot, uh, it's going to be too late because the instructions will tell you how many weeks to wait after you apply the product before you could sow the seed. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to, if I had a heavily riddled lawn area that had a lot of gra- crabgrass in it, 
again, that's where I'd probably rent the slit seater because I can just go underneath it, through it kind of just stuff. plow right through and, it. Yeah. And it's almost a non-issue. In some ways, it's almost a cover crop for my uh, that's going to shade the soil a little bit and uh, help hold in the moisture just a little bit, or at least wash the shading with the amount of roots that are, that are robbing my grass seed from some moisture. So that's a new application of crabgrass, a cover crop. Cover crop. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I like that way of looking huh. at it. Sure. That's great. Got lemons. <laughs> at least it's green. Make lemonade. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why I always say about violets or creeping Charlie, at least it's green. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I always think with with violets, at least they only get so tall. Right. At least it's going to be ground cover, and it uh, will stay ground yeah. cover. It's yeah. not going to become a tree or anything. Well, and yeah. again, it just depends on your perspective and what you want. Yep. Uh, and there's there's some lawns that are totally weed-free that are absolutely stunning and gorgeous. Yeah. And then there's some other areas that are a little bit more woodsy or natural, and the weeds are just part of it. And That's what mine is like. And there you go. You, and it works. You just have to. You just have to because... You're always battling. You could never get lawn grass unless you're going to water it constantly and maintain it constantly. And you'll have to reseed almost every year just to keep it under the big trees. Well, Marianne has a good definition of what a weed really is. Yeah. And and so what's a weed to some person may not be a weed to another person. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just an illusion. So if you look, if you, if you stand, if I look across the street at my neighbor's properties. You seem to do that a lot. It looks green because it looks like there's lawn because it's it's some grass, it's weeds, and it's moss. Mm-hmm. And I love moss. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to... It's it's pretty. You mentioned grass under tall trees. We're, we have this odd grass where uh, we have a, a large sugar plum or what do you call it? Sweet gum tree in the front. And... Under it, where it would normally have shade, there's a really fine, thin, small grass. And then you can just about see the circle where the shade will end. And then all of then it's like a completely different grass, it seems like, that's uh. nice and thick and darker green and, and tall. And are those, is, is it the same grass that's growing differently, or are those two different types of grasses? Well, sounds like they're two different ones, but okay. Without seeing it, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and that's what's if you use a a mix, and not a blend, but a mix of grass seeds. So you might have some fescues, whether they're the fine bladed fescues, uh, or whether it's a turf quality turf type type fescue, or a bluegrass, or a ryegrass, or something. But if you use a mix of different grass seeds and you use it, like our sunshade mix is a perfect example that we sell here. Some varieties of that types of that grass will do better in the sh- more shady areas and some will do better in the more sunny areas but it's usually not black and white where there's a solid line usually it's a gradation of yeah. more sun or more shade and so it'll be more of an even distribution or even blend from one area to the next and not cut and dry like you're talking about right so okay. i don't know if somebody so two different distinct types of grass uh yeah perfectly predicting kind of this area yeah. it's like what it, but yeah yeah well, but I can't wait to bring you pictures. It then. takes different grass to grow in different areas. So, you know, if you've got a shady area, that's why watching your area first before you just throw stuff in mm-hmm. makes a difference. Though. Well, what's a difference? You said a mix and a blend are different. Uh, a blend would be multiple varieties of the same type of grass. So if you had two or three bluegrasses mixed together, that would be a blend. 
Okay. Or two or three different ryegrasses or two or three different fescues, but only fescues or only ryes or only bluegrass. That would be a blend. And that makes sense to do, too, if that's what you're going for more specifically to have it even look a little bit more uniform. But there's some advantages in mixing quicker germinating grasses uh, with the, some of the slower germinating grasses. So if you have a sunny area, bluegrasses are the dominant sun grass around here, the most popular, if you will. But it makes sense to mix those with a turf-quality rye. So in our sunny mix that we sell here, we'll have at least one or two varieties of uh, turf-quality rye, fine, more fine-bladed, but yet quicker germinating. If you kept it perfectly moist, I mean perfectly moist, you'd see germination in about four or five days. Wow. On the on that, where are the, the bluegrasses, the quickest germinated bluegrasses, are going to be about 10 to 12 days. And some of them will take as much as three weeks to germinate. Hmm. So it's good to have a mix of the different types of grasses to, to take care of. If you have a problem, whether it's drought or insects or disease or something like that, you have a better chance of getting through the problem and having some of your lawn still exist. Oh, that's a good point. Hadn't even thought about that. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, we have uh, from the text lines. Somebody says, "I threw some two-year-old grass seed down in late August in spots where rabbits had ruined the grass. None of it came up. Would you attribute that to old seed? I probably should have watered more." Thanks, Scott. I'd probably attribute it to not watering enough. Probably. That's what I would think. That's, they absolutely cannot dry out. Yeah. Once you start watering, don't don't quit. And and typically, unless you just really really stored it in a bad situation, uh, bad environment, you will lose a percentage of germination, but you won't have a total waste of the type of grass seed. Right. So, um, for example, when we sell grass seed here, it's usually tested to be eighty-five to ninety to ninety-two percent germination rate. Hmm. And what would happen is it's not going to go from 85 or 90-some percent to 0%. In, it's not going to expire in four weeks or six weeks yeah. or a year. Yeah. And so cool and dry would be the optimum um, storage conditions. Okay. So storing it less than cool and dry will just cause it to the viability to increase or to, to decrease. And, and if I knew for sure what it was going to be, maybe I'd just tell the seed a little bit more heavy than I would otherwise. Yeah, exactly. But water every day, uh, in the kind of heat and, and sun we've been having yeah. for the last few weeks, if that's when you were doing your, your yeah. seeding or that kind of uh, situation, it, you cannot let it dry out. So I, I'm and guessing it was the water. At that and the preparation of the soil. Oh, yeah. Not, maybe they just tossed it and didn't really till the soil deep enough. Mm-hmm. Or enough to get the seed and soil in contact with exactly. each other. Exactly. Like Steve was saying earlier, uh, good contact between the seed and the soil is just so important. Yeah. And how is there a way to tell when it's received enough water? Is it when it looks like you're going to leave muddy footprints in it? or? <laughs> I guess that's one way. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's more important that you keep it constantly moist than it is how deep you put the water on to start with. Oh. And as you get germination, you'll gradually decrease the frequency but increase the volume. So the water will go a little bit deeper in the soil and encourage the roots to go down a little bit deeper as well. So really, you have to kind of think about what you put on there, how quickly it's going to germinate. If it's a mixture of some rye and blues, don't be fooled into thinking that the blues have germinated just because you're seeing some action from the rye grasses. Know that it might take a few weeks for that to happen. And uh, I think as far as the volume, 
I would see how quickly it dries out. It's going to depend so much on the temperatures, like Marianne was saying. When you're in the 90s, you're typically going to dry out so much more quickly than you would if you were in the 70s. Or, or 60s. Right. Yeah, or, or 60s. 50s. And having the cool mites and, and things, too, oh, will help. a huge difference. So uh, rain gauge, small pan or a bowl out there just to see how much water you're accumulating would be fine. But you're not talking about needing to put down an inch or two. You're just talking about putting down enough to keep the moisture in the surface, if you will. With the seeds okay. yeah. Because, yes, I was thinking like an inch or two was needed. Not, yeah. not to get the grass seed going. Not for grass seed. Okay, nope. great. And certainly using a cover. You want to certainly incorporate the, the seed into the soil, but using a straw for a, a light mulch on top to help shade it and help hold in the moisture would be really helpful. Okay. And, uh, again, I'd say when people are using straw on top, a couple of things, they tend to put it on too heavy. And you don't need to have a blanket. No. Uh, no. Uh, if you were trying to imagine, you know, I think you can get a bale to easily cover a thousand square feet, or maybe f- even twelve or fifteen hundred square feet. So if you were to imagine uh, putting it down, I'm going to say you're going to see maybe sixty percent of the soil, if you can imagine, or seventy oh. percent of the soil through it. You're not going to have bare spots and clumps, but you want to try and have as even a distribution of the straw as you can. And because of having inherently wheat seed in the in the straw a little bit if you were to take the time to shake it out open up the bale and shake it out over your driveway or something like that you might get some of the seeds to Maybe. come out there versus to yeah. come out in your lawn <laughs> right and if they come out the lawn <laughs> hadn't even go- thought of that they're going to be fine but they're going to be a different texture they're going to tend to be taller uh, they'll die out next summer you know how you see wheat fields naturally turning yellow in the if you have that germinating in your lawn and germinates this fall, grows next spring, and then you'll say, well, I, I noticed that. that. But then you'll really notice <laughs> it when they start to yellow up yeah, for sure. next summer. <laughs> Not the end of the world, though. No, it isn't. I can think of worse problems to the have. The end of the yeah. wheat, though. Uh, yeah. So there. Maybe that particular one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then how long would you wait to fertilize? You can do. Would you, you'd pro- I'm guessing you would already amend the soil some if you could with compost. It depends, not on necessarily. depends on how big the area is yeah. that you're, you're trying to do. Uh, personally, I would fee- seed now if I was going to sow seed, and then I'd probably look back in, a, in about a month or so and still come back and consider feeding at that point in time. If you say, hey, I want to put the fertilizer down uh, at the same time that I seed, I don't think you're going to har- harm anything. Oh, okay. We do have a seed starter fertilizer, so there's always that option. But then we have the other lawn fertilizers yeah. that, like Steve said, you could apply later. Well, that's, that's great. That's what I personally probably would do would be to wait. Just do it a little later. It, you know, yeah. yeah. Later in the fall. But then uh, the, the seed starter fertilizer, how is it applied? Is it a liquid? Is it a powder? Is it's it a granule. It's a granular. Okay. Put it in a spreader and just put her on. Yep. And just walk around your yard, dump her on. Got it. But don't dump it. No, spread it evenly. <laughs> and if you need to take a break, flip your five gallon bucket upside down and sit on it <laughs> there you go. and reflect. That's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> Too funny. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So fall festival. Yes. Marianne, we know is going to be over there playing games today. And that again, the fall festival is going on today. 
many of the things are absolutely free. Uh, we've got the Muhammad FFA here doing a petting zoo and also a couple of kids' educational things. I think yes. they're selling some taffy apples and yes. a couple things as well. So come and see those kids interacting with the other kids. It's going to be a blast. Well, I'll be running between the games and the soda tasting. Ah. Soda tasting. Yeah. Tell me about that soda tasting. The uh, Homer, Homer Soda, soda Store is that yeah. is that the name of the Homer Soda Homer Soda Company. Homer Soda Company will be here today, tasting and selling its soda. I, uh, That's neat. Yeah, I'm excited. I think that'll be really awesome. You got the Sydney Dairy Barn here today too. Yeah. Who else yeah. is here, food wise? Dragon uh, Pizza. Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Fire, Fire Pizza. pizza. Fire, yeah. Cool so Bliss. Pop cool, Bliss. Cool. Okay. Yep. So yep. th- there's all kinds of great. So again, the food will be going from I assume. Oh, I saw the Sydney Dairy Barn getting here at seven o'clock this or this morning. So I know they're already set up. <laughs> they're setting it. Uh, but they're ready to go. But anyway, got that going on. Lots of free kids games, um, and there's a nominal fee that you can pay for a pony ride. Yep. Uh, the petting zoo is absolutely free though, and yep. you can, there's a nominal fee for balloon tying and face painting and. A couple things like that. Some the of the pumpkin decorating. The maze is free. Oh, my gosh. The face painting. The artist who's doing the face painting. Such talent. Really neat. I was looking at the uh, the pictures that she had done from the previous years that you had on the website at prairiegardens.com. Maybe the most popular so thing. So cute. Right, right there with the ponies. Yeah, yes, the face, painting. the face painting, amazingly popular. She's very, very she's good. Yeah. Really good, yes. Well, maybe next year we could get our faces painted while we're on the air. Ooh. <laughs> I'd love it. Or not. I bet you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> then I wouldn't have to wait late in line later on. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Right. I'd already have mine done. <laughs> Oh, but gosh. yeah, and the, the straw maze is always fun. And the uh, I like the pumpkin checkers. That you make with this, that you can Another play free with game. That's fun. Just little sit down. orange and white gourds. Yeah, <sighs> so cute. Yeah, they are cute. Yes. So again, fall festival going on from nine to five today. Ponies show up at ten, but everything else kicks off at nine. Yep, that's yep. great. Yeah, Good stuff. All right. And what a great selection of pumpkins and heirlooms this week. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yesterday we we spent a lot of the day just setting up little nice little areas and just decorating and stuff well other things too but mm-hmm. so I'm walking around I'm looking at at first time I actually got to look at the gourds and the heirlooms and the pumpkins there's a wonderful selection if you want to set up something outside your house if you can keep the squirrels off of them yes. I, there's just all sorts of color and texture and sizes and yes it's just, shapes. Yeah. Well, it's just a great addition yeah. to your fall planters yes, too absolutely yeah that that oh, whole different those, texture you mean those crazy yeah. moms those oh. cr- crazy large oh. gorgeous moms <laughs> they're the best moms be you're going to see ever. anywhere from 497 on up Linda uh, has a selection that is just stunning I, they're just as big as this, well, and, almost as big as And talk about a table. photo op. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You and your kids or yeah. anybody else just get a picture in front of some of the mums. Yeah. Yes. Sit down on the bench See and just color. enjoy yeah. it. The the Cinderella carriage you yeah. have surrounded with mums yeah. and pumpkins. Yeah. Just gorgeous. You know, and if somebody's not coming here for the f- Taste of, or not Taste of Fall, for the Fall Festival today, and you see the parking lot's kind of full looking. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. There's okay. plenty of spaces on the south side of the store. There always is, or on the west side of the store. And even in that parking lot that's adjacent to the greenhouses, there's always space. It's where people don't think of. But the inside of the store is not going to be crazy. So it's not like you're going to be wall-to-wall, shoulder-to-shoulder with people, shopping fall decor. True. Uh, it's not like you're going to be waiting in line at the checkouts. We're going to have a full staff 
there's tons and tons of room inside the store. It's just going to be a little bit noisy and fun mm-hmm. where all the kids' activities are out in the greenhouse. Exactly. But, but there's thousands and thousands of moms out in front of the store and on the patio here. So it's not like you even have to go to the greenhouse to it, shop them. exactly right. right. Yeah, you kind of Very I, I got to tell you, I, I, this morning I was here just a little bit early, so I got a chance to walk around inside the store. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy cool in here. I know. <laughs> there's fun stuff. There's fall stuff. There's fall bulbs because this is the time to start buying them. Wait just a little bit to plant because we need to be down the evening or nighttime temperatures into the 40s and 50s pretty consistently. So another few weeks. But get them now because I'm telling you, I just saw an empty box. I picked up a couple of empty boxes. So people are buying them like crazy. So if there's something special you want, you better get in and look. And if you knew where you are going to plant them, I would consider starting to put a sprinkler in that area too. That's a good idea. Start to build up a little bit of moisture. moisture. Plan ahead. Exactly. It'll make the digging easier when it's time. Yes. Uh, Plus, you'll have some more subsoil moisture in there, so it'll be easier to get the bulbs to root and and do well when you do plant in a few weeks. Yep. All right. Great. And then, yeah, you were mentioning walking through the store. You you might you'll find also terrific Halloween items. Yep. Items to decorate for Thanksgiving. Yep. And yes, even Christmas. You, huh. The place here is, huh. you know, known for being totally Christmas. <laughs> and so you do already. Now, it's not totally Christmas just yet, but you do have some really nice items out. Getting out, her started, already, yeah. Yeah, already he, starting to stock the you shelves. You know what I saw this morning? Brian did this really cute thing with, with the um, uh, a fall oven mitt. Yeah. So not everybody uses a mitt, but I'll, i got to tell you, he, he put some artificial some flowers. actually spend time in the kitchen. What and they for? use mitts. Oh, yeah. In fact, my, it's on my husband's Christmas list. He wants oven mitts that fit his hands. Well, I got to tell you, this oven mitt is so cool just as an oven mitt. But he hung it on, on, on something and put artificial flowers in it. Oh. It's so cute. I can't stand it. It's kind just like so a stocking cute. stuffer. Even, only it's even an oven I mitt might stuffer. be tempted. Yeah. <laughs> even That's though cool. it would go to waste after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have any of the oven mitts with a skeleton hand on it over there still I or think not there but are. But oh those but, skeleton ooh. things are but cool. that would be the one for your husband i uh, good i did notice that you got more of the googly eyes that will glow in the dark oh, if God. you want to put them in your yard are those fun? very large googly eyes oh yeah yes very fun those are really awesome well, and actually the one with the green the black cat with the green eyes is kind of goofy when you pull up to it in the evening and you see these green eyes staring at you i almost think something else is uh, the green eyes that oh, turn really to red there. that turn to yeah. yellow yeah, yeah. They're changing. They Sounds change like colors. somebody might have one they at home. They do? No, not okay. yet. But I was right. actually <laughs> out here the <laughs> other <laughs> evening because now this it gets darker earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what's, what's that? At me? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I watched it for a minute, and the eyes changed colors. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. It is so cool. neat. But it's a black cat. Its eyes change different, three or four different colors, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of cat I like. And, and it's outdoor. Yeah. An outdoor cat. But well, solar. <laughs> no, no, no oh, clean up, perfect. right? <laughs> solar. Yeah. And those big, those big stakes you're talking about are all solar. Oh, the googly eye stakes? Yep. They're solar. Excellent. You, you know, we were talking about things that customers were asking about. And one, it, this is totally, totally different. But I've had people bring in leaves of what they think are damaged plants. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it is fall. Officially, today, it's fall. Yes. First day of fall. But we've had some really terrific heat and sun in the last couple of weeks. And, and tissues on, on plants are just sunburning. Just oh. had areas of sunburn on yeah. plants. So, it's, again, the environment has had a big impact on plants this year. Um, 
on me too. I mean, it's just, I'm so glad this is over. I can't stand it. But yeah, um, I was so thrilled I got to wear a jacket to work today. <laughs> I understand I that. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think there's a problem with that happening because the leaves are going to fall off pretty soon anyway. It's, so. it's they, time for them. To, they've done yeah. their job. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they're, they're pretty much done. But. It is kind of surprising, though, to have them sunburned because yeah. it seems, you know, they've already been through been this through entire summer. It's an uh, intense heat, um, just a diff- different angle of the sun. Oh, Not too okay. much to worry about. Okay, yeah. good. Good to know. All right, well, Fall Festival today from no, 9, nine to 5. 9 to 5. Ponies show up at 10 for the pony rides. Bring but the kids. Get here early for, fa- I mean, get here now. Face painting, yeah, balloon yeah. tying, free games. Lots of fun. Yeah, and, and, and plenty of room inside the store again. Yes. Oh, sure. Plenty yeah. of parking spaces on the south side and the northeast side of the store on the west yep. side. Yep. And yeah. then the store itself will not be crazy at all. So come on in. Plenty of registers open. Plenty of room to shop great fall things and home decor things. Terrific. All right. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And have a wonderful weekend.